here for the Mike Bell Show. Mike, of course, gathering the top stories for, from today from gray stations all across the country. And uh, I know you found some important ones, some big ones today. So uh, what do you got for us? Got a number of stories to talk about today, Amber. Of course, some of the more serious ones, but uh, one of the uh, a little more lighter side, I suppose. But today, folks, of course, as always, it's me, Mike Bell, here on the LNL talking about today's top stories throughout the gray sphere of influence. Yes, I'm contractually obligated to say that. And I am standing in front of the grotesquely expensive Interactive Center 3000. Let's talk about the biggest, possibly biggest piece of news today trending along all of Gray Station websites is the update about Gabby Petito. Uh, Gabby Petito, of course, um, just a brief refresher in case somebody out there is watching and doesn't know about this case. Gabby Petito, kind of a, one of those uh, social media Instagram influencers, disappeared uh, months ago now, was found dead. Uh, boyfriend has also disappeared, but uh, is suspected of being part of her death today. Her death has been ruled not only a homicide, but being ruled a homicide by strangulation. We have a video. Let's go to it and let's learn more about today's breaking news. The Teton County Coroner Office is following the following verdict and the death of Gabrielle Lenora Petito. We hereby find the cause and manner of death to be the cause death by strangulation and manner is homicide. Gabby Petito was strangled to death and was dead for three to four weeks before her body was found near a camping area in the Grand Teton National Park. That's according to an autopsy report from the Teton County Coroner in Wyoming. When we do an investigation, we look at uh, the crime scene or the scene of the death, uh, the scene of the body, the condition of the body, uh, and findings at autopsy and toxicology. And uh, that is how we arrive at the uh, manner of death. The coroner says law enforcement did take DNA samples from Petito's body. In a situation like this, nothing is obvious. And so uh, the cause of death required investigation. Nearly a month after Petito's body was found, investigators searching for her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, still have not been able to find him. Following the release of the autopsy results, Laundrie's family released a statement through their attorney saying, quote, Gabby Petito's death at such a young age is a tragedy. I'm Reed Binion reporting. So update there about the entire saga of the Gabby Petito case, her death being ruled a homicide earlier, I believe a couple weeks ago, but now the cause of death being released earlier today, death by strangulation. And so the search for Brian Laundrie, her boyfriend, uh, disappeared some weeks ago, continues. He has not Hide nor hair has not been seen of him for weeks now, believed to have disappeared into a uh, nature reserve, basically, in uh, uh, mid-southern Florida around the Sarasota area. But no searches have turned up anything as of yet. So, of course, one of the big top trending stories continues to be, and will most likely continue to be for some time until we finally get some answers on where is Brian Laundrie, and uh, more about what happened to Gabby Petito as it gets released. Other big breaking news today, of course, and you can go to any gray website and find most of these stories in the top trending stories, either on their front page or if you go to the news uh, uh, portion tab, I should say, you go under national, you'll see these stories as well. So I always try to give a brief overview because I could sit here for 20 minutes talking about each and every story 
one by one, but we don't have that kind of time because there's usually a lot going on. So here's another top trending story going on. Three employees killed in shooting at postal facility in Memphis, Tennessee. This one coming from the AP, but again, featured on a number of great websites. Two U.S. Postal Service workers were fatally shot Tuesday at a postal facility in Memphis, and a third employee identified as the shooter died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Authorities said it was the third high-profile shooting in or near the West in or near West Tennessee City in weeks. So, we I don't believe we have a video for this one actually. So. Again, you want to learn more about what happened at this postal facility in Memphis, go to, for instance, I have it pulled up here from WDBJ, but you can pull it up from any number of websites along uh, the gray sphere of influence. So there you go. Uh, another big breaking story that we did bring to you earlier. So if you want to find out more details, I highly suggest you check it out. This is something, and I've been hearing about this a lot. My drive into work, my drive home, I have the radio tuned on, and of course I'm paying attention to the news here at work. I mean, it's kind of my career, I suppose. But that Southwest has been limiting or canceling flights after three tumultuous days. Uh, Southwest Airlines appears to, appears? I am so sorry, appears, appears to be fixing problems that caused the cancellation of nearly 2,400 flights over the previous three days. We do have a video with this one as well. So let's tune in. Let's find out more about what's going on with Southwest Airlines. Yeah, we're still we're still picking up all the pieces, trying to make it home today. Jace Newman was getting ready for his flight yesterday when he got a message. It had been delayed by two days. So I sat on hold with Southwest for about an hour, and at that point, uh, I basically said, "All right, well, if if I'm having these issues, probably everybody else and their aunt and their dog is probably trying to get a hold of Southwest also." He spent $500 to book a flight on a different airline out of a different airport. But I can't imagine how many funerals were missed, how many weddings were missed. I reached out to Southwest Airlines, its unions, the FAA, DFW Airport, and Love Field here. I got no clear answer on why Southwest is having all these problems and other airlines aren't. In a new statement this afternoon, Southwest apologized and pointed to weather and external constraints, which left aircraft and crews out of pre-planned positions, a problem it says cascaded through the weekend and into Monday. But there was also weather going on in Florida. Southwest had that they are staffed at the bare minimum right now. They don't have a lot of padding. So when these things start happening, there's a domino effect a lot of times. Clint Henderson with the Point Sky says there may be more to the story, but the airline and its pilots union told CBS 11 rumors of pilots calling in sick to protest a vaccine mandate are false. It may not be a sick out, uh, but the timing is is raising questions because Southwest Union sued the government uh, last week over the vaccine mandate. Southwest reports the situation is starting to improve, but if you're planning to fly the airline in the next couple days, Henderson suggests you may want to have a backup plan. Uh, it's going to be a mess probably at least through this week. Never fun traveling during COVID. I've taken a number of trips, uh, which I'd rather not have during COVID and all the vaccine and everything going on right now, wearing a mask at an airport, on the plane, and so on and so forth. It's not fun. 
So, of course, COVID vaccination mandates and so forth still causing issues across the country for airlines and I'm sure pretty much a lot of other industries as well. We've got one more story here for you. Uh, this one, again, I'm on WD, gosh, WDBJ, one of our great websites, but this story coming from Jacksonville, Florida. Mother taken to jail after refusing to leave her daughter's side at hospital. I'll give the intro and then we'll go to the video. A mother in Florida spent a day behind bars after she refused to leave her daughter alone in the hospital. Quote, I stand by my actions 100%. Lynn Savage said, I am not sorry that I made them take me out of there in handcuffs. We have a video. Let's watch it. I stand by my actions 100%. Uh, I am not sorry that I made them take me out of there in handcuffs. 70 year old Lynn Savage refusing to leave her daughter Amber while she was recovering from brain surgery at U of Health North. I could not in good conscience, in good heart, leave her bedside, not knowing how she was going to make it through the night voluntarily. Savage says she had been by her daughter's side at the hospital since 630 in the morning. Her daughter is nonverbal and partially paralyzed on the right side after suffering a stroke. Savage was there not only for support, but as her interpreter. She says the doctor asked her to come into her room in the ICU to try and help her daughter calm down. As soon as I approached the bedside, she was fine. Savage stayed until she says she was told she couldn't stay any longer. The nurse said that visiting hours were over at 7 and I had to leave. I said, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to leave. I want to stay here with my daughter. Can you call the doctor? Because the doctor's the one who wanted me here with her. And she said no that they couldn't do that, that COVID rules said that visiting hours were over at 7 and I would have to leave. As a former deputy sheriff in Stark County, Ohio, she knew what would come of her refusing to go. According to the JSO arrest report, security officers spent a couple of hours pleading for the suspect, Ms. Lynn Savage, to leave. The sheriff's office came up. They were also very polite. They kept at trying to get me to leave and I said I'm I'm not leaving. Savage says she spent roughly 24 hours in jail. It was just terrifying. But I'd rather be there than know that I had walked away from my daughter. So mother arrested because she uh, refused to leave her daughter's bedside after surgery. Uh, because of COVID regulations and so forth, visiting hours end, and thus uh, she was arrested for trespassing. She will go before the court eventually sometime in the next few weeks. I know I shouldn't opine, but I'm going to anyways. I highly doubt that her case will go very far, and I think that most likely it will be dismissed given the circumstances and so forth. I could be wrong, but again, uh, trespassing. She did spend some time in jail. She will be given credit for time served no matter what the sentence may be if she's found guilty, possibly even in a bench trial. But that being said, those are today's top stories.